Welcome to the Thriving Authors Podcast, where we delve into all aspects of what it takes to get your dream book out of your heart, onto the page, and into the world, connecting with a wide audience of readers. I'm Dallas, and I don't just want you to be a published author. I want you to be a thriving author, confidently sharing your ideas, making an impact with your words, and owning your unique voice that deserves to be heard. I've spent the past two decades immersed in the publishing industry, building my career as a best-selling author of five books and counting. As a book coach, I have helped dozens of women birth their books and live their dreams. And here's what I know to be true. You deserve abundant creativity, a nurturing writing practice, and a supportive community that inspires and uplifts you through the ups and downs of the writing life. I want to help you write and publish your dream books that grow your audience, grow your business, and grow your legacy. On this podcast, you will find behind-the-scenes lessons from my own book writing and publishing journey interviews with successful published authors, and tips and advice you can start using today to move you forward in your writing life. You don't have to do this alone. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for being here, for tuning into the podcast today. And thank you for your wonderful feedback on this rebranded podcast, really our evolution into the Thriving Authors podcast. I have loved to um, see your ideas for future episodes. And thank you so much for the reviews, for the love with our first um, solo episode, and just for celebrating with me in this new season of the podcast. Um, It means so much to have you here with me and just I've so loved this journey of getting to connect with you um, through the podcast every week. So thank you. Thank you. Keep um, sharing and reviewing. I read every single one and they all just um, mean so, so much to me. So thank you. Thank you. So today we are talking about an ARC. Have you heard this term before? What does an ARC mean? And why do you need one as an author? So we are kind of building off of last week's, I guess it was two weeks ago, my last solo episode, two weeks ago, our episode about using cover reveals and book cover to really build some buzz for your book, even before your book is published. And I had mentioned a little bit about wonderful communities on different social media platforms like Bookstagram and BookTok um, on Instagram and TikTok and how they are just amazing ways to um, spread the word about your book and meet readers and connect with readers and book lovers even before your book comes out. And we're really going to be kind of building off of that today with talking about other ways to do that and particularly around this term ARC which stands for advanced review copy, an advanced review copy of your book. If you go the traditional publishing route, this is something that is just part of your publishing journey naturally, is you will have these copies of your book called an ARC that are sent to you and also sent out to book reviewers and different media opportunities. Um, You might also see in this digital age, and especially this really um, kind of hit a new level of 
um, just acceptance during COVID times is an E-A-R-C, similar to an e-book. It means an electronic copy of an advanced review copy of your book. So it used to be that a lot of reviewers and places would only accept print copies of an ARC, but now many, many more places will actually accept an ebook copy, an EARC, which is just so much simpler for you as an author because you're able to either upload those or email them to people just as like PDF or an EPUB file, um, as opposed to having to actually mail out physical copies of your book. Um, Some questions I get about ARC is, okay, how is that different from um, my actual book? How does that look different? Like, what does that, what does that mean? And um, advanced review copies are, they're sort of meant to be like your final version of the book before it actually goes to press. So I would encourage all of you, um, even if you are self-publishing, you should get at least one print copy of your book in like the final form as it will look as a book, get the um, publisher to send that to you so that you can actually look at it, hold it in your hands and look at it and read through it and make sure that it looks exactly as you want it to look. Um, And that's what publishers do as well for these advanced review copies. They are usually uh, distinguished by, they will say on them, advanced review copies. Sometimes they won't have the actual cover yet on the front. Sometimes it will just say advanced review copies. Um, Sometimes on the interior is where it's really designated advanced review copy. This is not for sale. Um, Please, if you see any errors, contact us, contact the author, they'll give an email address. So it's great too, um, to have a way for people, for your early readers, these early reviewers of your book, to have a way for them to contact you if they spot anything. Because my friends, we are all human. And even though you have read through your book many, many times, and you've had an editor or multiple editors read through your book, and you've had beta readers read through your book, sometimes little typos, little grammar mistakes, little spelling mistakes, those things still slip through the cracks. Um, I'm sure you have had the same experience I have had with reading a published book, not an ARC, but like a published book from the bookstore and you catch a little typo or an error. It happens. And so I think part of that is just kind of letting go of that and knowing that there might still be some errors and that is, that's okay. You do your very best, but also using this as an opportunity with these early review copies that you do still have a chance to make little changes or tweaks before the final published version is available for sale. So advanced review copies are something that you receive and that you send out before the book is available for sale. And so this is another reason why, if you remember from our previous episode about book covers, I was suggesting giving yourself an at least two to three month window of publicizing your book and spreading the word about it before it even goes on sale, before the published the publication date. And this is these ARCs are another reason that I think that is just really useful to give yourself that time. So um, one way to build buzz around your book is to start getting reviews of your book. So there are places like Amazon um, that as if, if you have ever browsed Amazon or bought books on Amazon, you'll see 
there are reviews of the books actually for any product you buy on Amazon, right? There are reviews. And in general, the more reviews you're able to get for your book, the better, um, especially if they're really positive reviews. Um, and I've even read about the algorithm, which I think is always changing, but I've read that the algorithm, if your book has 50, five, zero reviews or more, that Amazon will start to suggest it more to people, display it more. If you notice when you're looking, when you're browsing books on there, there will be a little section that says, you might also enjoy these other books or similar books to this would be, and then there's a bunch of different book covers. What I've read about is that once your book has more reviews, especially if you're able to get over that 50 review threshold, Amazon will start recommending it and showing it more and more. So um, that's one practical reason why it's good. But also you can just think about when you are looking at books, if you see that it has a lot of reviews and particularly a lot of five-star reviews or four-star reviews, that is terrific social proof for your book. You know, that's, that's the way people say, wow, other people are reading this book. Other people are enjoying it. You know, I want to check it out too. I want to take a, take a leap, take a risk. I've never read anything by this author before, but I want to check this out. And so if you can start to get reviews posted of your book, even before your book is published, when you do have that publication date, when your book is launched, you can really hit the ground running because everyone who sees the announcement about your book, who sees publicity about your book, when they go to look for your book on Barnes and Noble or Amazon, or they look about it on Goodreads and it already has all these reviews, they're like, oh, wow, you know, this is something I want to, I want to jump on the bandwagon. I want to check this out too. Um, and so that is a great way. I think that a common mistake I see authors make, especially first time authors is thinking that they have to wait to get reviews until their book is actually published. But actually, I think if you wait until your book is published, you're kind of, you're behind the curve already. You're almost playing catch up because another thing about these ARCs, advanced review copies, is similar to what I was talking about with the cover. We all love to be in on the ground floor of something. We all love sneak peeks. We love to read something or watch something before it's officially released right? How exciting is that? So to get to read a book before it's actually published, you will have reviewers that are just naturally way more curious and interested in your book when they know that it's an EARC or an ARC, that's an advanced review copy. It's almost like you are, um, you know, honoring them or just paying them a compliment by asking them, would you be an advanced reviewer for me. I would love to send one of my advanced review copies to you. It's like you're singling them out and picking them that you trust them with this advanced copy of your book. And so I think really using that to your advantage with trying to contact reviewers and get reviews before your book is even published. Um, and so how then the next question might be, okay, so I have this advanced review copy. Um, and just so you know, this doesn't have to be anything really fancy. So like I said, if you publish through a traditional publisher, they will likely as just part of the process, send you an advanced review copy. And I would really try to not push them, but just ask if you can get that as early as possible. I mean, I think if you can get that six months in advance, that's fantastic. I would say at least three months in advance to have that digital copy of the advanced review copy just helps you have that time to spread the word. 
um, just really press for that. If you are publishing yourself, if you're self-publishing, you can do this yourself. So um, I am assuming that you will be hiring someone to could be creating your ebook files for your book. Um, we can talk about this in another episode. It's, it comes up in my mastermind thriving authors Academy. Sometimes there are ways to do it yourself. Um, I personally, am not super tech savvy, uh, with eBooks <laughs> with creating them myself. So I have always hired that out and had somebody else create it for me. I think it's a very worthy investment to have it look professional and, um, you know, be the right file amongst different platforms, but it is something you can do yourself. But so whether you do it yourself or whether you hire someone to do it, either way, they should be sending you like a proof copy before the final version. And so that is what you can use as your advanced review copy, um, that you're sending out this like e version. And like I said, you don't even have to have the cover yet for your ebook. I will say if you do have the cover, if it's ready, I would send that out with your advanced review copies with your eBooks um, because I think it's great for reviewers to have that cover image that they can use in their posts, their publicity, spreading the word about your book. So it's great to have your cover out there as much as possible. Um, people will recognize your cover. You'll start to hear like, gosh, I'm just seeing your book everywhere. You know, I'm seeing it pop up in reviews all over the place. And, um, and so I think that's great to use your cover if you already have it to include that as your advanced review copy, but it doesn't have to be anything fancy for my advanced review copies that I've sent out as the eBooks. They're often just a PDF file. Um, but this, but it's laid out as the ebook, right? So this is different than if you just had a word document that you're sending out to people. This is, this is not that this is a, like your proof of your ebook version. It's, it's designed the, it's interior, you know, of a book it's designed to fit well. Someone can read it easily on their e-reader or on their computer, or even on their phone that it's like formatted as an ebook. So just to be clear, it doesn't have to be fancy, but it should be in ebook format. You know, it shouldn't just be a double spaced Word document that you've saved as a PDF. You want this to look like it's basically as close as you'll get to your actual book before the book is actually published. So, and let me know too if you have any questions about ARC. I would love to hear. You can always ask questions um, to me on Instagram, um, or I've mentioned before my free Facebook group, Book Breakthrough Community. You can always go in and ask questions there if you still have some questions about like, well, what exactly is an ARC? But I hope that that has kind of cleared up um, some of the questions. And like I mentioned before, you don't have to have a print version and an ebook version. You could just have an ebook version. There are some places that do prefer print versions and you might contact some reviewers that say, oh, I'm sorry, I only review print versions. And that's totally fine. You could always offer to send them a print copy of the book when it's published and maybe they'll review it after it's published. Um, and so, okay, you have your ARC or your EARC. What do you do now? What do you do with it? So I think you really want to use this to your advantage with trying to get book reviewers. Um, and you can definitely send your EARC or your ARC to professional review publications. There are places like Kirkus Reviews, Publishers Weekly, um, different book review magazines like Forward Reviews that um, they usually only ex 
they usually only, um, as from what I've heard, they tend to like ARCs more than already published books. Like they want to review a book. So it's either before it's come out or the review is published, you know, right around publication day, as opposed to publishing a a review of a book that's already been out for a few months or a year. You know, they really want to be current and be reviewing uh, current books. And so I think for those types of publications, that is definitely what you want to use your advanced copies for is to be sending that to those types of publications. And actually, I'm just thinking about this right now, you guys, I would love to share this with you. I have a little list that I've compiled of some different review publications that you can submit your book to for book reviews. Um, I've never given this out before, but just to reward you for listening to the podcast, Ravine, um, my audience here, if you send me a message, if you just say book review, um, I will, I will send you my special list of different review publications. So you can go on Instagram and send me a direct message at Dolph Rubin author that says uh, book review or book review publications. And I will send you um, that little list that I have. So that is the, I think, you know, your first step when you're looking at what review publications do I want to submit my book to and, you know, really use your advanced copies for those. If you only have a certain number, like a, your publisher maybe gave you a certain amount of print advanced review copies, um, sometimes those review publications really want print copies. So that'd be great to use them for that. And then um, after kind of review publications, I think then it's great to broaden your, your scope and to think about actual book reviewers that have book blogs or book Instagram accounts, book TikTok accounts, book websites. Um, there are so many just individuals out there who love books and love reading and spend so much time just reading and reviewing books. And if they fall in love with your book, they will just shout about it from the rooftops. It's so, it's just such a wonderful, wonderful community, um, such a blessing of social media to really connect us in that way. And so um, I think your next step is to start just spending some time. I would create some margin for yourself. I think we've all experienced the time suck vacuum that social media can be at times if we sort of don't have those boundaries for ourselves. So I would encourage you to not get overwhelmed, maybe to set your timer for like 15 minutes or 30 minutes and just do some browsing on social media of um, bookstagrammers. And I would try to look up um, hashtags that are similar to your book. So let's say you've written a mystery novel. Uh, maybe it's a cozy mystery. Um, I have a dear friend, Hey Maureen, who is publishing cozy mysteries. Um, so maybe you just search up the hashtag, you know, cozy mystery, cozy mystery review, and you will see a, a long list of um, different posts that come up that are reviews of cozy mystery novels. So any one of those that you click on, if you have written a cozy mystery, there's a good chance that that person who reviewed that cozy mystery loves reading cozy mysteries and would love to read your book too. Um, and so you can do this whatever genre your book is. When I was um, looking for reviewers for my novel, Thanks Carissa for Ruining My Life, it's a contemporary clean YA romance. And so I looked up hashtags like YA romance, contemporary romance, clean romance. And I found a lot of um, book reviewers, bookstagrammers who specifically loved reading 
young adult books, romance books, clean romance books. And so I felt really, um, I guess, just confident approaching them, sending them a little message and telling them about my book. You know, I felt like maybe they are too busy. Maybe they have too many books to read. You know, maybe they'll say no, but since I already know that they have read and posted about and enjoy reading the genre that my book is in, there's a good chance that they would enjoy my book too. And so I think sometimes clients will tell me like, oh, I just feel sort of nervous about kind of selling my book, or I feel almost like I'm being spammy, just reaching out to these people I don't know about my book. But I would say, um, one, if you're listening to this podcast, if you are, you know, having this concern about being spammy, that means that you have the best of intentions. Like you are not going to be just sending, you know, these uh, messages to anyone and everyone about your book, you know, without kind of doing your research and being thoughtful about it and seeing if this is someone that you think would like your book. So I think just trusting yourself in that intention that you have, that you do really have this genuine um, desire to connect with readers, you know, and so that is really what is fueling your marketing efforts and spreading the word about your book is just this love in your heart that you wrote this book from your heart. You want to share it with the world. You know that it's going to entertain readers, touch readers, move readers, connect with readers. And so now it's really about just getting it in front of readers so that they're able to have the gift of reading your book. So I would say just to know that I know it might feel a little bit uncomfortable to reach out to strangers about your book and that's okay. And it does get easier over time, but just really kind of dialing into that, that self-trust that you have, that you know yourself and that you, you can trust that you will go about it in, in the best way and just be very intentional about it. So um, I think also just thinking about, especially if you know, you're, you're sending it to maybe they're strangers, but you have looked over some of their posts before you see that they've read and loved books. It seems similar to yours. Like they love books. They love reading. They are just looking for their next book that they're going to fall in love with. You're actually kind of doing them a favor by presenting your book to them and saying, Hey, you know, you liked XYZ book. My book isn't a similar genre. It's, it's kind of similar to that. I think you might enjoy my book. Would, would, would you like to read a free copy? I mean, gosh, what a gift that is to them. How lucky they are that you reached out to them to offer that. Um, and so I think really kind of approaching it from that mindset of um, you're really just offering your book as a gift to people if they will, you know, read and review it for you. And that is, it's something you are both getting so much out of that exchange. Um, it's not like you're just asking them for something and you're not giving anything in return. You're giving them a huge gift in return of being able to read and review your book, being able to read it for free. So, um, so I think coming at it from, from that mindset is huge. The other big question I get with looking for reviewers is what do I say? What do I say in my message? I would say my biggest advice there is to keep it short and sweet. I don't know about you, but I've received emails or messages sometimes that are so long and it just kind of intimidates me right from the get-go <laughs> having to scroll through that big message. So I think if you're able to keep it short and then if they have questions or if they want to know more about the book, they can always reach out and ask you and you can give them more. So I would actually encourage you, I don't think you have to include a long description of your book in your initial reach out asking someone for a review. Um, I like to say, you know, just hi, you know, give, say their name. If, if you know their name, 
and then say, you know, my new book is coming out, say the genre that it's in and say the date that you're planning to publish it. What's the launch date? You know, how far into the future is this? And then, you know, I'm looking for reviewers. Would you be interested? You know, if so, I would love to send you a free EARC or a free ARC, depending on if you're going to send them an ebook or a print copy. Um, and, you know, just let me know think, if you're interested. Thank you so much for your consideration. I think that's all you really have to say. If they posted a review that you really loved, you could definitely give a shout out to that. You know, I loved your review of XYZ book so much. And I think you might really like my book because it's in a similar vein, something like that. Um, and then just wait and see if they get back to you. I think also with using advanced review copies in this way, Another question people ask me is like, well, how many do I send out? And I would say it's really up to you, especially with these EARCs. It's not like you have to pay any money for mailing them, shipping them, anything like that. And so, um, you know, with, with my books, with things, Carissa, for ruining my life and the best week that never happened. And currently right now I am sending out EARCs of my new story collection, how to make paper when the world is ending. Um, I really, my philosophy is kind of like the more the merrier. I will, if somebody wants to read and review my book, I would be so happy to send them an advanced review copy. Um, and so I really set kind of some um, aggressive goals for myself of the number of people that I try to send a message to every day. Um, I personally like to give myself uh, a, num a metric as far as a number, like, ooh, I'd like to contact five people a day or 10 people a day. You might like to do a time metric instead. Like I'm going to spend 15 minutes on Instagram today, reaching out to book reviewers. But I think it's really great to set a goal for yourself, set a metric of time, because my friends, like you could spend all day, every day only doing this. <laughs> and there's, there are so many book reviewers out there. It's like, it's, it's an overflowing. There's, there's always going to be more people that you could contact. And so I think it's really great to set that kind of time limit for yourself of, okay, I'm going to do this for 10 minutes and then I'm going to be done for the day. Or, oh, I'm going to send out my 10 little messages and then I can check that off the list for today. Um, but yeah, I mean, some people also will ask me, well, if I'm giving all these people free copies of my book, you know, is anyone then going to want to read it? and pay for it when it's published. And I just, my, my philosophy there, and I mean, you have to decide what feels most comfortable for you. My philosophy is that just like this kind of abundance mindset when it comes to my book. So one, my goal with my books, I would love them to reach as many readers as possible. I mean, whether people are paying for it or borrowing it from the library or reading a free advanced review copy, it's like the idea that people are spending time with my characters and my stories it just means so much to me. And so, um, so I guess my belief with my books has been, I will send out to as many people who want to read it in advance and write a review. And, you know, to be clear, you're not asking them just to read it for free. You're as the, the contract they're entering with you is that you give them a free copy and they will review it. They will post their review on Goodreads. They will post their review, um, on Amazon or Barnes and Noble when it comes out, they'll post a review on their own social media pages or their blog. Like they're giving you something for this too, to help give publicity and spread the word about it. And so for me, it's sort of, to me, it makes sense financially. Like I'm willing to give you a free advanced copy of my book. If you will do those things, if you'll help me kind of spread the word about it, um, and generate some of that, you know, what's the word like 
ground, groundswell marketing. Is that even the term like on the ground uh, marketing? So, um, so for me, I really feel like if somebody will reach out to me and ask for an advanced review copy, I'm, I'm always happy to send it to them, but you might decide, you know, okay, I'm going to send out, maybe you set a number. Like I feel comfortable sending out a hundred advanced review copies or 50 or, you know, whatever feels comfortable for you. I will also say I had many, many people who read advanced copies of Thanks, Carissa, for ruining my life and just showered me with so much support, posting about the book, sharing about it on publication day, um, catching little mistakes for me that I was able to fix uh, before it came out and who then loved the book so much and wanted to support it so much that they ended up purchasing a print copy of the book when it came out, even though they'd already read it, even though they already had a free advanced review copy. So I think trusting in that too, there will be people who fall in love with your book. Even if they read an advanced copy, they still, they want a signed copy from you when it comes out. So, um, so that'd be just my encouragement to you is to really feel that abundance with these advanced copies and to know that you have this, this window of time, you know, two months, three months where you're really trying to kind of create some momentum, get some of those advanced reviews. And we will talk in a later episode about what you can do once you have these advanced reviews. So we've talked about, they will be up on your Goodreads page, on your Amazon or Barnes and Noble page for your book. Um, You can showcase them on your own website. And also you can use them for social media posts of your own, where you are, again, creating that social proof of, look, everybody, I'm not the only one who thinks my book is amazing. Look at all these other people who love my book who are reading and reviewing it um, and posting such wonderful words about it. So I think it um, it's really, you know, you giving a free copy of your book to someone, but I think there are so many rewards that come out of that. So I hope this has given you some ideas of some ways that you might use an advanced review copy um, as part of your book launch campaign as an author. Um, I would love to hear your biggest takeaways and I would love to hear your plan for your book. So even if you're still writing your book and this feels far away, I think it can still be wonderful to daydream about what your plan might be. So with you for advanced review copies, like, do you think you'll want to reach out to a certain number of people? You know, would you have a time metric that you would spend each day reaching out to book reviewers? Um, Do you think you would have a number goal that you would want to hit? Um, What genre do you think is yours that you can search a hashtag to find similar books? Are there any other comparison books? Maybe you have a comparison title like, ooh, my book is similar to this book and similar to this book. Maybe those are some titles that you can use a hashtag to search up those book titles and find people who have reviewed those books. They would probably love your book as well. Um, And so I would love to hear what's really resonated with you, what ideas this has sparked for you, and what your plan is for how you are going to use an ARC for your book um, or an EARC for your book. And that segues perfectly. Just before I let you go, I want to um, invite you, if you would like an an EARC of my new story collection, How to Make Paper When the World is Ending, I am looking for reviewers. It comes out June 28th. So a little over a month, I guess about a month and a half away. And I would love, if you're interested in reading and reviewing it, I would love to send you a free ebook copy of it. Um, It's a pretty short read. It's only about 170 pages. 
um, a collection of short stories. So it's also really easy if you have a busy life that you can just kind of dip into one story at a time. Um, it's not like a novel that you have to have a sustained um, attention span or like a sustained, you know, chunk of time to read. You can really just read one story at a time and kind of pop in and out of it. So um, I would love to send you a copy if you're interested. And um, if you're looking to read a little bit more about it, you can find it on Goodreads or Amazon. There's a little bit of a description about it, but um, it's basically literary fiction. It's contemporary fiction. And I like to say that it explores and reimagines the ghost story. So maybe not the traditional ghost story that you would associate with someone like Edgar Allan Poe, but more of um, different types of ghosts that crop up in each one of these stories. Uh, the ghosts of what might be, the ghosts of what might have been, the ghosts of the past, the ghosts of the future. Uh, so yeah, this book really was me, I guess, just thinking a lot about ghosts. <laughs> so I'd love to share with you if you're interested. You can, again, just reach out to me on Instagram at Dallas Woodburn Author, at Facebook, I'm at Dallas Woodburn Author, or also our free community, Book Breakthrough Community. Would love, love, love to hear what you're taking away from this episode of the podcast and would love to share my book with you if you're interested in reading an advanced copy. Okay, until next time, I am um, just sending you so much love and just best wishes for a wonderful, wonderful creative week. Thanks for spending time with me today. Please hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook group. It's called Book Breakthrough Community, and it's full of other heart-centered writers sharing resources and supporting each other. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live with free challenges, and you may even meet your new writing partner to swap pages with. Join us on Facebook at Book Breakthrough Community. And you can always reach out to me personally at Dallas Woodburn Author on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast and your ideas for new episodes. Until next time, happy writing.